Welcome to The Power of Faith with David Hathaway. In this episode, David continues his Bible study from the book of 2 Timothy. The Apostle Paul writes, I know that you sincerely trust the Lord, for you have the faith of your mother and your grandmother. This is why I remind you to fan into flames the spiritual gift God gave you when I laid my hands on you. Timothy's mother and grandmother were early Christian converts, possibly through Paul's ministry. They had communicated their strong Christian faith to Timothy, even though his father was probably not a believer. Our families are fertile ground for planting the seeds of the gospel. Let your family know of your faith in Jesus and be sure they see Christ's love, helpfulness, and joy in you. At the time of his ordination, Timothy had received special gifts of the Spirit to serve the church. In telling Timothy to fan the flames, Paul was encouraging him to persevere. Timothy did not need new revelations or spiritual gifts. Rather, he needed the courage and self-discipline to use the gifts he had already received. Now, please join David as he ministers today's word. Well, it's um, a wonderful opportunity to introduce myself to you again and uh, share with you something uh, I'm really enjoying from the scripture. And uh, to remind those of you that are watching that we're still very active in evangelism and I've just come back from uh, ministry in Central Asia. And um, in fact, I think I'm traveling more now than I did when I was younger, so <laughs> it's good. And thank God for health and strength that I have, which does surprise the doctors. It's not normal uh, at my age. By the time you see this, I shall have passed my 91st birthday, well on the way to the 120. Anyway, I'm still continuing in Timothy, but I'm moved from the first book of Timothy to the second. It's quite interesting because both of these books obviously are written to a person. And in the first chapter of 2 Timothy, he's saying, Paul, an apostle by the will of God, to Timothy, my dearly beloved son. Now, that's quite something because uh, obviously he's not literally his son. This is a spiritual relationship. And he says, grace, mercy, and peace. I thank God whom I serve from my forefathers with pure conscience that without ceasing I remember you in my prayer day and night. Greatly desiring to see you but mindful of your tears, that I might be filled, filled with joy. Now, the interesting thing, of course, this is actually written by Paul while he's in prison, and this does come out here. And um, in verse 5, he's saying uh, that he's particularly touched because he calls to remembrance the faith that Timothy has, 
And this to me is a very interesting verse because he says the faith that is in you, Timothy, but which was first in your grandmother and then in your mother, and I'm persuaded you have the same faith. You know, it's wonderful to work with people that are converted. And Paul, of course, was converted um, uh, very much from uh, a very strong religious background. He was highly educated and was of the tribe of Benjamin. As you know, he was a Jew, uh, a Pharisee, a Jew above all Jews, very orthodox. But it's quite interesting to see that uh, when he's talking to Timothy, He's saying that Timothy has faith, but that faith was also found in the previous two generations. And I think that Paul himself is saying, in effect, in the uh, third verse, I thank God whom I serve from my forefathers. And so I think it's a quite a clear um, connection that he himself, although he doesn't refer to them as personally as uh, with Timothy, that he came from a line of Jewish believers. And, you know, it is good because I know in my own case, I, I never knew my grandparents on either side, uh, largely because um, the only living grandparents that I had at that time were, would have been in Wales. And um, I was living in, um, in London with my father. I, I obviously did meet grandparents, but not to really know them and to know a lot about them. But it is wonderful when we do have a strong spiritual heritage. And I think it does show, it does reflect in what we're doing. So he's firstly commenting and commending Timothy for the inherited faith and also the experience that he has persuaded that's in you also. And then in verse 6, he then takes the other side of it, he says, I put you in remembrance that you stir up the gift of God which is in you because I put my hands on you. So here you're seeing the contrast between the traditional faith inherited through his mother and his grandmother. I noticed no male connection there. But he then says in verse 6 that he's urging Timothy to stir up God's gift in him, which he received when Paul laid his hands on him. And there is absolutely no question in the Acts of the Apostles that you find out that so much of the anointing on the apostles, and on the disciples, was passed on by laying on of hands. And this is not only gifts of healing, 
where we would lay hands on people for healing, but it is also for passing on of an anointing and a gifting from God. And the way that Paul is putting it is quite strong. You see, I know many people that have received the Holy Spirit through the laying on of hands, and also people who have had hands laid on them by particular preachers and so on. But I question whether there is the evidence following that demonstrates that the gift has been passed on. I mean, I know, for example, that I was dedicated to the Lord by laying on of hands by George Jeffries, who was uh, one of the founders of the, well, founder of the Elam churches, but he was a founder of the Pentecostal movement in Britain. And my father was working very closely with him, as many of you know. But there, it's absolutely clear that um, when uh, the evangelist George Jeffries took me as a baby, he dedicated me to the Lord and prayed over me. Of course, <laughs> don't ask me what he said because there's no way as a baby I would have known. But there's no question that there is a gift in me that has been passed on. And it's quite significant that after George Jeffreys died, the members of his evangelistic association did pass on to me some money that was available. I'm not talking about vast money, but it was symbolic that they did recognize me as a successor to George Jeffreys. Now, <laughs> I, don't, uh, I don't particularly worry about that. Um, I hope my ministry is more powerful and bigger than George Jeffries. But Paul does just emphasize this when he says, stir up that gift. And that's the point I'm making, that we have to activate it. We have to put it into practice. We have to stir it up. And sometimes I want to say to people who've received the Holy Spirit, come on, where's the evidence? <laughs> I know with me that I knew immediately after I received the gift of the Holy Spirit with the laying on of hands, I knew there was a change and it was demonstrated uh, in many, many ways. Our God is about to do great things. His power is on the increase. And he wants to demonstrate his power through you. In 1994, David Hathaway set out to win Siberia for Christ, by signs, wonders and miracles. Over 100,000 received Christ. And over 1,300 miracles of healing were recorded. Why Siberia is the amazing story of what happened, and will challenge you to evangelize your city, your nation, and see God's power revealed through you. Why Siberia is now available on Kindle from Amazon. Or visit eurovision.org.uk forward slash shop for the paperback edition of Why Siberia. We would like to give you a free gift. David Hathaway's Prophetic Vision magazine is available free of charge. All you need to do is ask for it. 
This faith-building resource will show you the path to revival in your life and ministry. To receive this free magazine, visit eurovision.org.uk forward slash magazine. Thank you for listening to the Power of Faith broadcast with David Hathaway. We would love to hear from you. Contact us by visiting eurovision.org.uk. Also available online are many free teaching resources to help you on your walk with God. David has written many faith-building books to encourage and inspire. Order these online today. Each month, David ministers online and in person. Our ministry is only possible because of the faithful support of so many people. For details on our evangelism and humanitarian relief work, visit eurovision.org.uk. Thank you again for listening.